재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 We're back for part two of our discussion on the controversies surrounding these humidifier disinfectants and a lot of that fire being aimed at the UK firm Oxy, uh, whose products are suspected to contain these uh, toxic substances. Uh, Not just Oxy, but uh, various other companies had these products and they are linked to the deaths of potentially over 100 people. We're going to talk about how this could have happened in what a lot of people consider a, a modern and relatively advanced country. And what needs to be done in the future? Uh, we're going to get your thoughts. Always text us at pound 1013 for 51 or send us a Kakao Talk message by adding TBS EFM as a plus friend. Here in the studio, we have from the Graduate School of Public Health at Seoul National University, Professor Pek Do Myung, and from Hanguk University of Foreign Studies Law, Professor Hwang Jong Wook. Professor Pek, um, as you outlined uh, b- right before we took the break, a pretty damning assessment of how Oxy conducted these studies, these allegations that they maybe downplaying the risks with these products, at least in terms of the uh, inhalation Mm -hmm. um, methods. Now, Oxy for its part, and again, uh, we're not scientists, but you can explain this better for us, is Mm -hmm. they've been saying, among other things, that uh, look at the uh, yellow dust and fine dust levels here in South Korea. That's pretty problematic. And um, that might actually be the culprit, not our um, products. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Is that a viable, valid claim? Uh, no, not at all. Um, well, I guess the reason uh, they suggested uh, yellow dust uh, was because uh, a lot of the cases had happened during the springtime. Uh, and, and yeah, we uh, today and yesterday, we had a high level mm. of yellow dust or so. So uh, that uh, seems like suggest some kind of connections but uh, in fact uh, uh, in yellow dust uh, kind of uh, uh, effects the one of the problem um, group is old age groups the uh, kind of the, yeah. those with a disease uh, but here uh, for the uh, for, uh, for this disinfectant I mean humidifier uh, uh, episode uh, what we observe is uh, we have a lot of uh, babies yeah. and children and uh, the young uh, uh, mother and who, who happen to spend a lot of their time indoors, not outdoors. So uh, that's uh, quite different uh, features. And also uh, the clinical feature, are, uh, I mean, not, not this, I mean, difference. Uh, so... Uh, uh, in uh, in uh, just an uh, yellow dust uh, episode, it's mainly the effect is uh, uh, just uh, the uh, uh, the nose and upper airway and uh, a little bit of low airway irritation. But uh, what we observe in in uh, in uh, humidifier disinfectant is a uh, very rapidly progressing. Uh, very severe uh, lung disease, mm. uh, which are not uh, observed uh, in any of uh, uh, yellow dust events. So they can make a correlation argument about the timing of spring and, and yellow dust season mm-hmm. or fine dust season. But if it's just a simple kind of look at the toxicology or if you did autopsies on all 100 of the uh, the deaths, it would tr- 
show that that's certainly not the case as far as how the, the no, cause of death would be, no, right? No, quite, quite different, yeah. Professor Huang, again, from the, uh, the legal point of view, and this is something that uh, we as lay people might not understand as well, but you could help us understand better. The Korean unit of Oxy recently uh, transformed into a limited company from being a direct subsidiary of the, uh, the British uh, headquarters firm. So for the benefit of our listeners, um, is that a big deal? Does that make a difference? And does that perhaps limit their criminal liability in cases like this? So basically what happened was that at the end of, towards the end of 2011, it used to be that the Oxy was a corporation, a stock company basically, and then they changed it into, uh, they dissolved it and they created a limited company. And uh, there is a conspiracy theory out there thinking that, hey, maybe they did that just to so that, you know, the previous company just goes away and just takes takes away all the responsibility. Well, I think that would only work if the judge who actually listens to that kind of argument is extremely dense and not really see through okay. the shenanigan that's going going there. So I'm not really sure that Oxy was realistically thinking they could actually evade responsibility by doing so. More likely is that the Korean uh, the corporate law has a, little, a bit of a strange loophole where if you have a corporation that joins top company, Trishikwesa, you and your your revenue level or your asset level is above a certain level, you actually are required to get an outside audit. But if you're a limited company, you're actually entirely exempt from uh, such a requirement. Uh, just regardless of asset size. Regardless, uh, you, you could be a billion-dollar limited company, but you, you can uh, be exempt from the outside audit. Many people have pointed out that this is a stupid loophole yeah. and should be gotten away with. But you know, the, the, uh, the you know the National Assembly hasn't done done that. So, and uh, t- taking advantage of that loophole, most of the uh, foreign uh, investor companies in Korea are actually organized as limited companies. So, I suspect that the real business reason was to get away from the outside audit requirement in the Korean law, not to evade a legal responsibility for the case. So rather than evil villains twirling their mustache, plotting how to kill Korean babies, (laughs) this was really more just that run-of-the-mill corporate greed and trying to uh, lessen the amount of transparency. I mean, if they could, if there was a way to evade legal responsibility, right. they might have gone for it. But I, I don't think Korean legal system is that dense to, to allow them to do that. I think this was more of a taking advantage of a small loophole that exists in the Korean corporate law. One of the concerns, Professor Pack, is that, I, mm-hmm. you know, when we were children and we sometimes uh, used humidifier products, there seems to be a more of a recent trend of kind of, I suppose, whether you say germophobia or really trying to sterilize everything and, and using these kind of products um, that perhaps were not as widely used as in prior generations. But mm-hmm. the concern is, is this only the tip of the iceberg? Do you think that there could be far more cases of deaths and serious respiratory illnesses that have been caused by these disinfectants uh, than the hundred some odd that we know so far? Uh, well, uh, we don't know yet uh, what uh, is the real picture, or, but... Uh, uh, but as you suggested, uh, uh, what we are now observing might be a only small fraction. Uh, the one evidence is that uh, uh, when we uh, did a small uh, telephone survey, uh, about one-fifth of the total population had used this this uh, humidifier disinfectant, which means that about uh, 10 million mm. uh, had used uh, this disinfectant. And out of 10 million, 
about one fifth, twenty percent of them had experienced some kind of adverse uh, effect so or some kind of two discomfort. Million. Two million uh, of uh, the population might have uh, experienced some adverse effects. Uh, but uh, we don't know how many of them have really had uh, very serious uh, mm-hmm. consequences or not. Probably uh, uh, not that many, uh, but uh, certainly uh, more than uh, hundreds or uh, tens of hundreds. Uh, I mean, tens of hundreds, because uh, uh, the, now we are having the third round of investigation, and on the first round. Mm. About 400 people uh, kind of uh, applied for the examination. Uh, and on the second round, around the same number. But uh, as this uh, uh, story uh, got uh, uh, publicized, I mean, uh, known uh, to the public, uh, now we are observing a very huge surge of this uh, uh, number of people uh wanting to be examined. So uh, that might indicate that this is uh, only we are observing a small portion. I'm sure we don't have the empirical um, evidence right now, but certainly Korea is not the only country with a population that utilizes disinfectants Um, solutions in their their humidifiers. Well, it seems like an only country. Uh, The the thing is, uh, uh, in Europe, uh, they have uh, the uh, regulation called uh, biocide product program, which means uh, any biocide should be examined uh, before they are used or marketed mm. uh, for their safety. So uh, this, I mean, couldn't be used as a uh, uh, aerosolized uh, product. I mean, uh, and. Uh, and yet, in in uh, the the thing is, Korea is in temperate zone with a very cold winter, right. uh, so that our, uh, we have a very dry winter season, and also uh, we are using uh, the heating the ondol system, which makes uh, the air uh, drier than I mean than the usual. So, uh, uh, because of that. Uh, uh, we uh, kind of more or less Im- invented this usage. Mm. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, by just adding a small chemical, right. they want to just keep the water sterile. I mean, the water uh, for the humidifier tank, water tank. But um, looks like the other country, they didn't need that kind of... Uh, uh, Okay. Yeah. But the argument um, can be well, we didn't necessarily need it either, right? There was just no, a market demand, no, yeah, and yeah, this not yeah. to absolve uh, Oxy for any blame, but they just supplied a, a, a product for that demand. That's true, yeah. Okay. Uh, Professor Huang, and this is a question that's been raised in various different type of scenarios. Uh, for example, the uh, Samsung Semiconductor plant um, victims who were exposed to toxic substances. Also, I guess in a wider picture, uh, the Sewell Ferry family members of the, 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 the victims who lost their lives there. But the idea of compensation or what exactly is justice uh, for any wrongdoings that occurred with this uh, for the uh, over 100 people who've uh, lost their lives and their family members, what what do you think, I suppose, 
can be done to compensate these victims? Is it something that if Oxy has a very savvy PR department and, and can really handle their damage control well in the long term where they can get away with just an apology and maybe some token gestures? Well, most of these victims have filed for uh, civil litigation. So that's, I, think, I think the civil lawsuits were gone f- for quite some time. But the news reports suggest that actually those proceedings have been suspended pending what the prosecutor's office will actually find out. And I think that's really telling in the sense that it's really hard to get, you know, uh, you know good, good compensation in a civil litigation uh, context, especially if you're, uh, if you're a plaintiff and you're going against a manu- manufacturer of a defective product. It's really hard to prove your case, especially in Korean court courts given various limitations. What is helping victims in this case is at least belatedly uh, the, the prosecutor's office have gotten very aggressive in the last last few few days and you know a lot of uh, you know evidence have come forth and they have made it this, this, uh, this available. So I hope the prosecutors will actually share their evidence with the litigants so that they'll actually be able to prove their case easier uh, easily in, the, in their civil, uh, civil lawsuits. So that really greases the wheels as far as potential um, damages in terms of how successful the prosecutorial, the criminal probe is in terms of eventually how the civil case goes? I mean, absolutely. The basically, is in civil lawsuits in Korea, if you're suing against a big corporation in a context like this, there's just virtually zero uh, ability to get any kind of internal documents. Mm-hmm. Whereas prosecutors, you know, they can go in, seize the documents, and, you know, take away their computers and get whatever documents that, that, that they want. And even now, the prosecutors are actually under a bit of, you know, public criticism because they've waited so long, you know. God knows what documents have you know, already been destroyed or, you know, uh, you know internally uh, reprocessed or whatever. But you know, at least the prosecutors have an enormous informational advantage over the private litigants. Professor Peck, uh, this is again somewhat related to what happened with mm-hmm. various other scandals, including even the Sewol Ferry tragedy, is uh, the idea of safety standards in Korea not being up to par. Uh, do you feel that, um, at least with product safety standards, that there is a serious question for South Korea? Do you believe new safety regulations or protocols are needed to Make sure something like this doesn't happen again. Uh, I guess so. Uh, <laughs> well, um, there was a hole actually uh, in screening um, yeah, dangerous uh, uh, consumer products. Um, so we we are now um, observing the consequence of that hole. Mm. Uh, uh, but I guess the more fundamental problem of Korea is uh, uh, we have laws uh, uh, basically uh, borrowed from more advanced one. I mean, more advanced countries uh, based on uh, the other countries' uh, experience or, 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 or the system, uh, so that, uh, uh, for example. Uh, the uh, the, uh, the the chemical control uh, uh, act i mean uh, dangerous chemical control act something like uh, uh, was originated from japan's experience of minamata and uh, itai tai mm. those kind of uh, uh, the the toxic i mean the tragic events and uh, so we uh, imported the system but uh, we didn't have uh, the experience or capacity to to appreciate the problem. So uh, uh, 
uh, even though we had the regulation saying that uh, the safety should be screened, uh, uh, we, we don't know how string, stringent that should be or how uh, 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 what uh, uh, information should be at least uh, supplied to to satisfy those kind mm. of reg- regulations and, and so on. So now we, after this, uh, I guess uh, we we can say that uh, we are more uh, uh, be aware that right. uh, yeah the the problems and uh, hopefully uh, these holes can be. A, uh, eliminated in in near future. Yeah. Basically, uh, there was a blind spot there, and this scandal now has brought that to light, and perhaps you can, I guess, uh, cover up that blind spot. Professor Huang, bottom line, how much trouble is the UK company, the, the Oxy, in if, hypothetically, uh, it is found in a Korean criminal setting that the UK... Uh, the bosses were were indeed guilty of manipulating or concealing evidence. Is this just a small blip? Oh, Korea is a small market compared to China or EU or the U.S., and so it's just a minor little distraction. Or is this something that could actually have criminal ramifications in the U.K.? I mean, Oxy had you know a number of really hit uh, products in Korea, so you know I assume that they consider Korea as a fairly important market and would like to keep it that way. On the other hand, you know. Uh, I don't know what kind of knowledge they had prior to these you know, breakout of the news of deaths and uh, you know illness illnesses that have happened in 2011. Uh, to, I mean, if they actually knew about you know the p- potential harm to humans in you know, before 2011, I think you know K- Korean prosecutors should go more than they have gone in prosecuting you know not not just people here but also potentially in conjunction uh, in conjunction with the UK authorities. And that's but, feasible. I mean, I, I, it, in theory, yes. I don't think the Korean prosecutors have a lot of uh, experience having done right. that. But I, I think, you know, if, they, if that's where the evidence takes them, I think they should go, go to it. But at the same time, I think they should also look at other companies involved. I mean, Oxy being the, 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 the having the yeah. 80% of the market share, I think is, is justifiably getting the, the highlight. But at the same time, all the products that were, uh, the other companies were selling were also getting the original, the... Uh, the, 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 uh, the, the chemicals from SK Chemical, and I think the, so far the public scrutiny hasn't been as much on mm-hmm. SK Chemical and what they knew about when they were actually manufacturing these chemicals. So, and I think that the, the investigation should be uh, should also focus on that as well. We are almost out of time, but uh, Professor Pack, just any mm-hmm. final thoughts? What do you think we can expect to see in the coming months? Well, adding one comment to the Professor Wang's co- uh, uh, comment is. Uh, uh, I, I I really wish that the Korean prosecutors can uh, um, can uh, investigate uh, the link with the uh, the mother company. I mean the Racket Bank Kaiser in London, uh, because uh, uh, well uh, the uh, I I had a chance to visit their headquarters in London and. Uh, their uh, kind of uh, uh, what is that? Uh, the motto. Their 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 kind of uh, three uh, basic uh, uh, selling points uh, was uh, one was uh, health, uh, the second was uh, hygiene, and the third was family. Mm. Which means that uh, basically this is quite uh, contrary 
to their uh, selling points. Right. Uh, so uh, uh, they should have known if, if they are uh, responsible. I mean, they 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 are uh, socially responsible uh, uh, corporate. Then mm. they should have known this uh, problem uh, based on their motors, based on their kind of. Uh, 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 what is that? Uh, the the selling point. So, okay. so I wish uh, uh, that uh, the Korean prosecutors uh, can get more information how the uh, uh, mother company had mm. contributed to this, the ignoring right. uh, and also dismissing this uh, uh, potential problems after okay. they acquired. Uh, the company. I think a lot of listeners uh, would share that hope. Uh, Professor Pack, Professor Huang, thank you both so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. Thank, thank you. you. Thank yeah. you.